So this past week, uh, we completed our parish mission. Father Karchi took us through three talks on the mystery of the Spirit on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. Maybe many of you were there. If not, I'd encourage you to check out the videos that are on the parish website. Father Karchi did a wonderful job talking about the manifestation, the transformation, the communication of the Holy Spirit with and through our lives. I bring this up because it's the same Spirit in our Gospel today that leads Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. It's the same Spirit that leads each and every one of us into this season of Lent a season of prayer and fasting and almsgiving. But right on the heels of Ash Wednesday when we're encouraged to repent and turn towards God and find ways to, to grow closer to Him, our readings today make it clear that this is not going to be an easy journey, that we're going to be tempted and tested. If we enter the desert with Jesus to find some quiet, to reflect, to find some solitude, it's going to be difficult. There's going to be rejection and, and resistance, and we'll be tempted to maintain the status quo, to maintain our current way of life. We all know that saying that old habits die hard. And so it, it won't necessarily be an easy journey, but we can take comfort in the fact that if we follow the lead of Jesus, if we stay true to the Word of God, those temptations, both large and small, can be resisted if we stay true to the Word of God. So why does the, G, does the Spirit lead Jesus into the desert? Why was that necessary? This is the same Spirit who just in the previous chapter, just the previous uh, part of Matthew's Gospel, descends upon Jesus as he emerges from the waters of his baptism and says, this is my beloved Son upon whom I am well pleased. So why is this desert journey so necessary? Well, first, we need to remember that it's a spirit-led journey. The spirit didn't force Jesus into the desert. He didn't thrust him in there. He led Jesus into the desert. So if it's a spirit-filled agenda, then the result will be positive for Jesus and for each and every one of us. It wasn't the devil's agenda. It was the Spirit's agenda that led Jesus into the desert. We also have to remember that and affirm that Jesus was fully divine and fully human. But his triumph over the temptation of the devil in the desert is a triumph of humanity. 
Jesus could have easily dismissed the devil with his divine power, but he didn't take any shortcuts. It was his human will that triumphed over the desert, the devil, over temptation. And in that is a great solidarity with each and every one of us, with all of humanity. Jesus understands the temptations that we face each and every day because it's a lived experience. He didn't just observe humanity, he experienced it. He understands the difficulty and it's why he responds with love and compassion and mercy when we all fall victim to temptation. The devil put a target on the identity of Jesus. He challenged him in his doubts. Is he really the beloved son? Is he really the savior of the world? Is he truly our redeemer? While it's a little bit different, I think we can all relate to our own doubts, our own insecurities, our, our own uncertainties. Because temptation at its core always goes to our identity. Who are we really? So what we need to do is remember that we are baptized Christians. We are all beloved sons and daughters of a loving and merciful God. That's one of the key takeaways from the gospel today. Jesus never lost sight of our, his identity. He never forgot who he was as he emerged from the waters of baptism. And the same spirit spoke to him that speaks to each and every one of us on this Lenten journey. When we forget who we are at our core, we become weak and vulnerable and subjected to temptation. The temptation which is not always direct, but it's always subtle, kind of like that cunning serpent in our first reading today. But if we stay true to who we are like Jesus did, then we can reach for the resources that can strengthen us and help us to grow closer to God. And those resources are prayer and scripture, exactly what Jesus used. Jesus always removed himself to that quiet place, to the desert. He, he moved away from the hustle and bustle of his life that I think we can all relate to and found a quiet place where he could pray and, and have clarity about what the Spirit was calling him to. Fasting is the same way. Jesus fasted for 40 days and we're called to fast. We fast from anything that removes us from our connection with God. The other resource is sacred scripture. Jesus rebuffed the devil three times by quoting from scripture. He understood the word of God and he lived by it. Each of his rejections come from the book, 
the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy, where he, he referred to the law of Moses and rejected the devil and, and what he was being tempted to do. So we need to meditate during this Lenten season on the word of God, which can give us strength just like it, it gave Jesus. No matter what we set out to do this Lenten season, it won't be perfect. We'll probably fall short, we'll slip up. But when we do, what we need to focus on is the example that Jesus gives us in the gospel today. We need to find our desert place, a quiet time where we can commune with the Lord and focus on what the Spirit is calling us to do. We need to slow down and find that place of of peace where we can focus on prayer and the sacred scripture. But most importantly during this Lenten season, we can never lose sight of our true identity. We always need to remember that we are beloved sons and daughters of a loving and merciful God.